fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. What a wild, insane, chaotic, crazy, awesome day that we've had today here on a Tuesday. Not just a Tuesday, but a Tuesday. You know, the number two, Tuesday. <laughs> Anybody get it? The two, 22 of 2022. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Well, yeah, yeah, that's my little joke for the day. Thank you. I'll be here for the next hour. Appreciate that. Welcome into the show. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, baby. Multiple radio stations, TV stations, live streaming and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, your millennial general reporting for duty like we do. Uh, I have a lot to talk about today. Obviously, there's a lot of really big news that's breaking, happening as we speak. Um, and we'll get to all that here in a second. We have Julio Gonzalez. He is a tax expert, tax engineering, CEO of Tax Engineering here on the program. He's a contributor to Fox News as well. We'll have him on at the bottom talking about the supply chain issues, the freedom convoy here in the U.S. that we could see in the next week or so. What could that do to supply chain issues? Uh, the trade with China, trade with Russia, everything else that's going on over in Eastern Europe. And we'll get to all that here in just a little bit as well. Thanks for hanging out. Before we get into all that, I it was a bit of a rush to get on the program today because I, I, I usually I had some back issues last week. And it was just, you know, I did, I think I sit too much during the studio, you know, here being in radio, I had some lower back issues. So I went to a, not a chiropractor, but a, has anybody ever heard of a, what is it, a kinesiologist, a kinesiologist, where it's like a chiropractor, but instead of realigning the bones, they realign the muscles. I'd never been to one in my entire life before. I thought it was super fascinating. So I went to one today. And I got back just a few minutes before the program, so it was kind of a panic to get everything up and running. Everything's running smoothly as far as I'm aware. We're ready to rock and roll. But I I got there, and it was probably the most interesting doctor's appointment that I've ever had in my entire life. Andy, what do you mean? Well, I went in, and instead of, uh, obviously, again, instead of doing the chiropractor, you just do the little pops and the cracks, realign everything, and send you on your way. They work on the muscles, but they work on radio or different frequencies, like actual frequencies. We talk about frequency. Obviously, you're listening to me through a radio frequency going through your radio, uh, either in your car or in your home or online or wherever you may be. You hear it through the air as a frequency. They strap on this little thing to your wrist, and they gauge all of your frequencies. And they're like, all right, what's hurting? I'm like, well, my lower back's been hurting. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, you have that. And they're like, oh, by the way, you're battling like three viruses right now. They're like, Dude, did you have COVID? I'm like, no, I don't have COVID. But they're like, yeah, your immune system's fired up, so it's battling viruses, which is really kind of cool. They didn't know which ones. Maybe I'm dying from COVID right now, and we don't even know it. So they did that, and they're like, oh, yeah, and you get a lot of headaches. I'm like, yeah, I do. They're like, well, because you have some pressure here, 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 and here. Just by a scan, by a frequency thing they put on your wrist. That was it. We went in. They slid around some things. They put on like the little, like a tens unit, little you know electrodes that they put on the back of my neck. They did this thing to my lower back, and then they did like this, like I don't know, laser thing on my lower back. And I'm sore right now, and I don't even know what they did. 
and I have to go back in a couple of days, but it, apparently it's going to fix it all. And it feel it felt amazing, and I feel good. I feel sore because everything feels like it's realigning. I've never heard of a kinesiologist before. Brand new thing to me. So uh, that was my experience over the last half hour. How was your day today? And welcome into the show. We do have a lot to get to. I don't want to focus a lot on my personal issues because no one really cares about my back problems. Andy, get out of radio. Go stretch a little bit and you'll be fine, right? That's usually what I get told. So it's okay. No one cares. No one cares about my personal problems. So let's get into what's trending on the day today. What's trending today? So if you have not heard and you've been living under a rock this morning, I love how politics is played right now because this morning we saw Russia invade Ukraine, but not really invade Ukraine, according to the Russians. What happened, if you're not aware of the situation or if you try to stay away from politics as much as possible, there are the Ukrainian, what they're calling the separatist regions. There are two regions on the eastern uh, portion of Ukraine that said, you know what, we're going to be independent and i'm using that in the air quotes of my radio listeners they are independent to where we're not part of ukraine any longer we're just an independent open you know uh, i i would use this as like a moderate independent here in the country we're not a republican not a democrat we're independent but you know what side they're really on you know what true colors they really are so while they say they're independent away from ukraine yesterday we saw vladimir putin sign a uh, resolution saying that he recognized them as an independent sovereign area away from Ukraine. And then all of a sudden this morning we see a whole bunch of tanks. I'm sorry, peacekeepers is what he's calling them. It's kind of like the whole, you ever see uh, the Hunger Games? Yeah, the peacekeepers, the different 12 districts that they have, and they have to choose the different kids each year for the Hunger Games, and they go and they have to kill each other, and whoever lives and, and whoever survives at the very end gets to not have to be drawn again for a Hunger Game for the rest of their life. But the peacekeepers were the police officers, the military troops that were in the white suits that kind of kept each district running smoothly. Yeah, that's what what Vladimir Putin is now calling his military going into these independent separatist regions as peacekeepers, which were just a whole bunch of tanks rolling through into these areas. So technically, he is not what he says. He has technically not invaded Ukraine as of yet because they were separatist regions. He just moved closer to the Ukrainian border because they no longer recognize themselves as regions. Here's the crazy part about all of this is that with this invasion of these independent separatist regions on the eastern part of Ukraine, we now see a bunch of sanctions coming down from Joe Biden-ish. We'll get to that in a second. The United Kingdom and other places because they realize that this is essentially a uh, an invasion of Ukraine with just an area that tries to pretend not to be part of Ukraine. Look, if you want to not be part of Ukraine, then just say, you know what? We're throwing in the white ta- the white towel, the white flag. We are part of Russia. We don't want any issues. Just take us over. The headline on Drudge Report now is that they're focusing now on military bases and that they want to attack Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, here relatively soon. And we're going to see the full-on assault, and we'll see what happens thereafter. But let's talk about these sanctions for a second. There was the comment just a few days last week, really, when Kamala Harris went to NATO and said that she was going to talk tough and there's going to be repercussions against Ukraine or against Russia if they if they actually do this invasion. And Russia made the very smart, and I respect him for this comment, saying, you know what? He made the comment saying, we really just need to be a little more economically independent because that way you could put whatever sanctions you want to on us. It ain't going to make a bit of difference. Because we don't really care what you think. We're our own sovereign nation. We're going to do what we want to. 
And unfortunately, under the globalist expansion that we've seen over the last you know, 20, 30, 40 years, that it's been very, very difficult for us to be an independent sovereign nation because we are so tied economically and globally around the world that if we make one decision, then it affects everybody else involved. Obviously, China buys the vast majority of our debt here as a nation. We trade with agricultural products, with different manufacturing things that we make, with wood, with other things. We trade all around the world. If all of a sudden we said, sorry, we're not going to export that, we're going to keep it here in the nation, it would affect the economies of so many nations. Not the smartest thing for us. Not to say that I'm an isolationist. I do love trade. I like globalist trade. I think that obviously helps a lot of individuals. I'm not saying we need to end that. I am saying that we should be a little bit more independent ourselves to where if they try to make a move by stop trading with us, it doesn't affect us. Let's take care of our home front here first with our own natural resources, then whatever's left over, then we could export. But now we export all of our resources and then ship in things that we're producing ourselves, but for some reason aren't utilizing on the home front. And that, to me, just doesn't make any sense. What Vladimir Putin has done is he said we're going to start becoming a little more independent, and that way whatever sanctions that you place on us doesn't really matter. We're just going to do our own thing. So apparently this afternoon we have the United Kingdom. It's going to be putting massive uh, sanctions onto Russia. What's it going to do to them? Don't really know. Doesn't really matter. But let's talk about United States sanctions for a second, shall we? The president of the United States was supposed to speak earlier today. He didn't speak at the time that he was allotted to. Not sure if he did end up speaking. I don't see any headlines on it right now. But his message early this morning was that he was going to place some sanctions on Russia, but not all of them. Now, what does that mean? According to the Daily Mail, President Joe Biden was going to put sanctions not on Russia itself, but put sanctions on the two regions that declared declared themselves as separatist independent regions away from Ukraine that Russia has now taken over. I know. Does that make any sense to anybody? So what he's essentially saying is we may have trade with these two little regions or not. I don't really know. But he's going to stop all trade and all communication and all contact and all relations with these two separatist regions that were on the eastern portion of Ukraine in order to maybe make them invaluable for Russia to use or something. That doesn't make any sense to me. To put this into perspective for you, just so you kind of get the grasp here, Let's. I live in the state of Kansas is where my home base is here with the flagship radio station. Uh, Let's just say that there is a relationship between Kansas and Missouri and the state of New York, and New York being the United States in this scenario. And we all trade with each other between Kansas and Missouri and New York State, and we're all trading, we're all good. Well, Missouri feels like they want to come and take over Kansas for some reason. Bring it on, Missouri. We're ready for you. They come and take over Kansas. New York doesn't like that because we have a relationship with both of them. They say, all right, if you do that, we will no longer trade with Candace any longer to make them invaluable to you so that way you don't take it over and Candace can continue to be its own sovereign state. That's the type of sanction that Joe Biden has put into place against Russia now, saying that he's not yet ready to make the full-on sanctions against the entire nation of Russia. This shows the weakness of... This shows the vulnerability. This shows the spinelessness that Joe Biden has while he's been talking tough for the last month, while he sent Kamala Harris to NATO to try to make the tough talks and say, let's bring them to the table, let's negotiate, let's have this tough conversation, or we will make it painful for you, Russia. While they say that's what they're doing, they invade, and then we're like, well, we're just going to stop trading with those areas that you just invaded. We're not ready to put those sanctions on you yet. 
Now, things may have changed again by this afternoon if Joe Biden did end up making a statement. I didn't see anything, any headlines on Fox right now or on uh, to some of the other news sites. So we'll see if uh, that does end up changing. And maybe he did end up putting a full-on sanction. But that was the, that's what I heard this morning when the news first broke, was that he wasn't quite ready yet to make those full-on sanctions. So by golly, he's going to stop trading with those independent separatist regions that wanted to become a Russia. I don't know how that makes any sense. And it really does show not only the weakness that we have as a leader here in the United States right now, where he talks tough, but then he doesn't know how to back it up. He probably doesn't remember talking tough because he probably doesn't remember what he talked about first thing this morning. But while he said, while he talked tough for the last month and then he doesn't, what does that mean for U.S. relations with China and with Russia and with the Ukraine? And the reason I bring China into this is because obviously we have a very close relationship-ish with China, and they're very close with Russia as well. They're kind of their BFFs right now. And if things do end up going down, then we have to deal with not only Russia, but with China as well, while they buy a lot of our debt and they kind of own us in many aspects and we trade a lot with them. And there's just a whole lot of issues that go on there as well. See the snowball effect with the whole globalization issue. But the weak, spineless leader that we have in the United States right now is not making things any better. And while the rest of the nation and rest of the world really is looking at what to do with Russia, with the United Kingdom putting on sanctions now, with Poland getting a little uneasy with them being right at the border of Ukraine, they don't know what to make of all this. And the U.S. that was supposed to be the big savior here, it's backfiring. Like usual, Democrats created a ridiculous, horrible, disastrous situation to try and look like the saviors at the end of the day. It gets out of hand. It destroys a lot of situations, and then they come back and be like, well, sorry, we're just going to take a step back and let it ride out here. Come on, man. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Does that make any sense to anybody trying to put sanctions on the places that Russia is invading to punish Russia somehow, trying to think that, well, if we just make it invaluable, because apparently the U.S. is the only place that's going to be trading or dealing with some of those regions and some of those areas, that we're going to punish Russia, not by punishing them, but by punishing the areas that have been taken over with new leadership. Nothing like kicking the man when they're already down, right? I'm not saying, hey, Kansas, I know that uh, as we use our analogy with, you know, Missouri taking over Kansas, New York stopping trade with Kansas to punish Missouri. That's like saying, hey, Kansas, you know, we love you guys, but sorry, we're not going to help out your economy anymore because, well, you've been taken over by people we don't like. So we're going to punish you now. This is how stupid our leadership is right now. Does that that make any sense? It is totally absurd. That's what I'm saying. So that would really explain, too, why we see the latest uh, studies show that, according to Axios, that even Democrats. Now, you and I always talk about turning off the mainstream media. We don't pay attention to mainstream. We don't like the the alphabet soup type of news outlets because we know that they're lying. We know they're fabrications. We know that they just get their talking points, and they really just don't focus on anything relevant or even miss out 80% of the story of what needs to be focused on. Well, apparently Democrats are starting to do the same thing as well, which really shows a sign that maybe, just maybe, either it's not radical enough for them or they're starting to wake up or they realize that their candidate they put in place to get rid of the most evil, horrible human being on the face of the earth that was Donald Trump at that time, that they realize that maybe they made a mistake and they're in a bit of remorse because they can't even defend their own party and administration. Which would be encouraging for us going into a midterm election and would be really hilarious if that's what's really going on. But according to Axios, there are now apparently more Republicans that are watching news than even Democrats. According to the latest study, percent of Americans who pay a great deal, quote unquote, of attention to the news by political affiliation shows that 40 percent of Republicans still pay attention to the news in some way, shape or form, as opposed to only 34 percent of Democrats in the nation and 29 percent of independents. So independents are just like, God, we've checked out, we've tuned out, we are done. We're not dealing with any of your crap on either side of the aisle. But Republicans paying more attention. Now, I'm assuming that I don't know what type of news outlets they're talking about here. They could be talking about just mainstream. They could be talking about places like, you know, the the alternative Newsmax and One American News Network and talk radio where they consider, oh, yeah, okay, people are paying attention. If that's the case, that's awesome. If mainstream Republicans are paying attention to mainstream media outlets, that could be a bit of a concern for us. But I don't see that being the case. I don't know a single Republican that says, yeah, I listen to ABC every day. Yeah, I check out CNBC every day. Yeah, I totally like watch NBC all the time. Yeah, I don't just I don't hear that at all. Uh, while respondents across the political spectrum are reported a decline in interest in national news over the past year, Democrats' interest has declined the most, with only thirty four percent saying they pay a great deal of attention to the national news uh, compared to the sixty nine percent that they had in November of twenty twenty. They cared <laughs> they cared about it up until election time. We did our job. We're done. We don't want to pay attention anymore. Donald Trump's out. That's all we cared about. We rose up. We made our voice heard, quote unquote, again, for the Democrats. And then we were just outie and we don't care about what's going on any longer, knowing that they probably put in the biggest buffoon out there, but they just don't care. That's, you know what? La, la, la. When you just close your eyes and just plug your ears, you don't care what type of news or how bad he's doing as long as you don't have to deal with the guy that was in office prior to. That's the state of the Democrat Party right now. How insane is that? 
Now they'll rise up again if they hear Donald Trump could run for president again. I, they may get a little active if the Republicans gain the momentum like we are right now going into midterm elections. But overall, they didn't care. That guy was the most evil, horrible human being on the face of the earth. We got him out. We don't care what the replacement actually is. Well, us Republicans, we're sitting here stewing. We need change. I mean, we have a major international crisis going on right now with Russia and Ukraine, and the Democrats have yet to say a single positive thing about Joe Biden over the last year with a single accomplishment that he's actually made during his administration's first year in office, and Republicans, we're just sitting here stewing in it, looking for that outlet. Well, you found the outlet right here on the program. We'll give you the tools to be able to win it back in the midterm elections and the presidential election in 2024 and exposing the stupid of what's going on on the other side. So rest easy. There is light at the end of the tunnel because we are that uh, eternal optimist. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you are. Welcome back into the program. We are pumped up today, ready to go. It's a good day. It's a strange day, but it's a good day nonetheless. On a 2-22 of 2022, there's got to be some kind of craziness going on there. Uh, on the West Coast, it would be almost, oh, I guess 235 now, live on the program. Some stations out there carry it just a little bit later, but that's all right. Welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag. We should have done something with like the at 2.22 in the afternoon on 2.22 of 2.22. I think that would have been neat. Some people think I'm a little dork that way. That's okay. I've been called worse. You can always email me your hate messages, network at gmail.com. Again, network at gmail.com. Let's get into what's trending today. There's a lot to cover. By the way, real quickly, uh, as we kind of wrap up that study, Republicans paying more attention to national news than Democrats right now, according to Axios.com. Here's the crazy part. They say that as Joe Biden has taken office, that Republicans are less interested in national news, however, and focus more on local stuff. I Is that kind of true? You are fake news. I don't know, man. That's an interesting one. I guess the change does happen on the local front. That's why we're the catalyst for your change in your own community. That's why we always say for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Be that capitalist. Uh, be that catalyst for change and actually just make change based on, you know, showing people and lead by example. That's what we promote on the program. So I guess it's working. But not paying attention to national news. It's either because they don't or they're not aware or we're just literally la, 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 la. We don't want to pay attention to it. 
We're done with Joe Biden and his stupid, especially with what's going on over in Russia and the Ukraine right now. Let's get, uh, speaking of, let's get into what's trending for the day. What's trending today? So we covered it in the first part of the show a little bit with what's going on over there, plus what's happening here in the U.S. with inflation rates that are hitting astronomical amounts. So I'm really happy to have this guy back on the program. It's been too long since we've had him on. He is uh, with Engineered Tax Services. He's a contributor to Fox News and other places as well. You can check out his website at juliogonzalez.com. But Julio's on the line with us here again. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Thanks for having me on on this uh crazy week this crazy week and it only gets uh, more strange as the days go along here now that we see it's it hasn't been technically uh labeled as an invasion yet because they were independent or they claimed they were independent regions of ukraine as the separatists but uh yesterday russia writes a signs of a resolution saying that they uh they uh see them as a individual separatist region and then this morning we see tanks rolling in there as the quote-unquote peacekeepers of the area. To me, that would be considered some type of invasion, but uh, apparently it's not yet. What do you see unfolding here over the next couple of days? Well, I think they're definitely going in and taking over all of Ukraine eventually because, look, this is all about money, right? They want lower cost production of oil, using Ukraine for doing that, and then having better access to the pipeline to distribute to Europe and throughout the world. And that now, what they're over $90 a barrel going up to 110 120 maybe 130 here in the United States. But that gives much higher profit. They're building oil, get, getting it out of the ground for $27, then getting it out to the rest of Europe, making big profits. So this is the profit play that they're using, and they're doing it because no one will stand up to them, right? Biden's not going to stand up to him. He's certainly compromised, and ultimately... This is where their good is our bad because our prices are going to go way up. Yeah, that is very true. It's unfortunate, too, because let's talk about the economy and how this could impact individuals. We have uh, right now trade that's just going bonkers because we don't know what to do. We see the stock market crashing today and taking a big hit because of all the volatility. As you mentioned, we could see more of an invasion over the next few days, but... When we trade with Russia, when we trade with Ukraine, how could this impact it? And will we see the markets take uh, even more of a hit, do you think? Oh, no question it's going to be a massive hit because inflation's going up, right, for us because of these oil prices. Supply is going to be devastated by this alone. Ultimately, they are going to control the supply that goes to Europe. And at the cost of our expense, ultimately, this is why the market's reacting. There's so much uncertainty. Nobody likes uncertainty. That's going to crash the markets. The inflation is going to continue to go up. And we know we have an administration and a president that doesn't have a plan and is backing down. And they already put in the executive orders when they took office to shut down our oil supply. They don't have plan B. They're not having plan C. And the inflation is increasing. That creates the stock market crash. And it really, really doesn't look good for the stock market or for small business or individuals because, again, they have no plan to fix this. Oh, exactly. They have no plan to stop Russia, nor do they intend to, I don't think. We had Kamala Harris go to NATO last week and try and talk to him. We're going to put in all these sanctions. We're going to lay down the law with these guys. Uh, then we had Biden talking over the last month at least, saying that we're going to put in all these tough sanctions. They invade into these quote-unquote separatist regions, and at least as of this morning, not sure if it's changed since then or not, but the Biden administration said they signed executive orders to 
to put sanctions onto those regions, but not Russia as a whole because they're holding off. That completely disseminates the entire talking tough mentality that they've tried to hold up for the last two months, hasn't it? It's a joke because Europe is not going to join this pact. They want their fuel, and especially Germany. Ger Ger Germany was really the linchpin, right? Because yeah. if Germany was saying, continue to flow that oil, we're going to buy from you, and we're going to distribute throughout Europe, then no one's joining that. Biden's saying that he's going to put on these sanctions, but no one's going to join him. He has no power. And I think Putin thinks it's a complete joke, and he's going to go in and dominate and, and watch Putin, I mean, watch Biden sit back. No one's joining Biden. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, in Russia, they're right now, like you mentioned, I mean, they're flexing their muscles. Vladimir Putin knew what was going on. I mean, all this is strategized. It's politics. They know 10 steps ahead before what we even see them actually act upon. So they're already planning what the next step is here, unfortunately. But he's laughed at this entire thing. We heard in the media over the last week or so that, well, we were going to, uh, we had troops move to the border, and then he was moving troops away from the border, and then he's invading the separatist area. So it's not technically an invasion. He's toying with us in our media in the Biden administrations looking weaker by the day weaker by the day i mean look he has again let them do this you know remember with president trump what the deal was putin couldn't figure out how he was going to react yeah. so he didn't do anything he had no idea what president trump would do if he made a move one way or the other so he sat back yep. now with biden mr compromise he knows biden's <laughs> going to sit back he's not going to do anything they can work with China, they can take over the world economics, be the powerful, you know, take over the United States by, what, two or three years they're predicting, and ultimately, you know, we got another two and a half years where we really can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Let's talk about our own economy. We were talking with Julio Gonzalez. You can find him online, juliogonzalez.com. Also, you can find him on the Tweety as well. Let's talk about inflation. We're sitting at near 7 7.5% inflation year over year right now. Uh, and with our biggest trader that we have, which is China, is BFF with Russia. Is this going to cause tension with the ongoing trade that we have with China after just ending the first phase of our new trade deal that we have with them? No question about it. I mean, they're really, China is going to shut that down and create hyperinflation for us. I mean, we're going back to the Jimmy Carter days where we are in the worst economic, you know, almost teetering on Great Depression. It keeps on going until 2024. And they love that position. Look, remember, when Obama was in office, they let China come in with these tax credits and visas to attend our universities, buy our assets. We don't have any assets in those countries. Yeah. And the inflation, now we're going to, how are we going to pay for that, right? We're going to keep sending more debt out to China and all throughout Europe and continue to sell away our country. And again, when you don't have plan B and plan C and worst case plan, you know, it's just getting worse every day. It is going to be getting worse every day. Can we potentially stop the inflation rate. I, I laughed when I saw, which maybe you can explain this to me because I don't quite get this one. When we had the 7% inflation rate report come out just a couple of weeks ago, the Fed said, okay, well, to combat inflation, we're going to raise interest rates because that'll just level things out. And that makes apparently all the sense in the world. I don't get the correlation on why that would help lower inflation. What we would need to be doing, which is what they're not going to do, which is stop spending money, stop printing money, and stop injecting money into the system artificially through the federal government, which I realize is a pipe dream, but could we potentially see at least a little glimmer of hope of inflation going down anytime soon? 
I don't think so. And mm. honestly, like they are so concerned about raising their own interest rates because they're the biggest debt holder. <laughs> How are they going to continue to fund the government when they can't, when they have this massive debt increasing and now the higher interest rates? But here's the issue. They're hoping if they raise interest rates, people will buy less, right? And so you're thinking, okay, now the price is going to come down. But what does that mean? That means we're selling less, right? Because now people aren't buying. And, you know, because they don't want to buy a car at a higher interest rate. They don't want to buy a house at an interest rate. How does that help our economy? Really a poor solution. It is a poor solution. We've got just about a minute left here. We're t- talking with Julio Gonzalez, Engineer Tax Services, online at juliogonzalez.com. Worst case scenario, this continues to escalate with Russia and the Ukraine. Worst case scenario, we continue to see supply chain issues. We see the uh, Freedom Convoy move through the U.S. that could put a damper on some trading and distribution stuff as well. How high could we potentially see interest or inflation jump over the next few months in the U.S.? Well... You know, it doesn't look good, but I, I would say we're going to be over 10%. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, how do, how, do, how, how do we stay under that? Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, we're just we're already climbing, and that's before all these issues happened, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's no possible way. Makes us very scared. Julio, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. We're, we gotta, we're coming up to our hard break, but let's get you back on the show again here you real soon. It. Thanks again, guys. Hey, always a pleasure. That's Julio Gonzalez, juliogonzalez.com. That's a little bit of a glim outlook for what's coming up for the next few months. Inflation continuing to climb. The lack, as we said, the lack of leadership going on in Washington, D.C. The spineless, spineless hack that's leading the country right now that doesn't know how to handle it while they tried to create the scenario to be the great savior riding in on the white horse like Gandalf saving the the, uh, town. It's not quite working out for him, is it? Back after this, one more segment left here on The Voice of Reason for a post-Monday celebration. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Well, I love watching the Democrats squirm when they try and make really dumb decisions and then try to find a way to back it up. As we mentioned before, we have essentially lost all type of respect for the the little bit, the little shred that we had for at least the office itself. <laughs> None for actual Joe Biden himself, but for the office itself. And while they tried to talk tough, we're going to put all these sanctions down. We are going to talk tough. We are not going to let Russia invade the Ukraine, what do we see here? We see them invade, and then they don't put the sanctions on Russia. They put the sanctions on the uh, independent areas of what uh, Vladimir Putin tried to recognize as independent areas. So we're not invading Ukraine. We're invading the independent uh, separatists that didn't want to be part of Ukraine in the first place. So that makes all the sense in the world. And I love when they try to defend their position because it just makes no sense, and the media is not going to talk about it. In fact, what was really sad to me was that I saw the headline this morning saying that uh, that Russia had invaded those, is, and I'm using air quotes again here for the radio listeners, these separatist regions that are independent now away from the Ukraine. They invaded those. The headlines all over Fox News, all over Drudge Report, all over these places of, guess what? The invasion has begun. We're seeing the quote-unquote peacekeepers, these tanks, really great peacekeepers, by the way, moving into these regions. News isn't talking about it on a mainstream media. No one's talking about it. Why are they not talking about it in the mainstream media when it was happening? Do you remember when we bombed Baghdad and Iran and Iraq and we did all that when George Bush went in there after 9-11? That was on the news. It was a 24-hour run. It was just watching. We didn't even know what the hell was happening. It was just random lights going off in the background with bombs that were going off throughout the town. And we're, By golly, we're taking Baghdad. We're taking this. We're doing this. This time? Now, obviously, there's no been there's been no action yet, but... They didn't cover it. It was on their websites. It was on their online. They were running their videos online. But I sat here in the radio studio turning on the news, wanting to see what was going on, and they still had the view on. Apparently, we wanted to care more about Whoopi Goldberg talking about what racism really was and what Nazis were really trying to do. We wanted to hear more of that than what was really going on with Russia and the Ukraine. They weren't talking about it on the air. They did a little update, by the way. Uh, yeah, there was an independent. They didn't invade yet. It was a separatist. Our mainstream media has now officially sided with Russia. Our mainstream media has now sided with the social. With we knew they sided with the socialist, uh, socialist left wing progressives in the country, but they have now gone so overboard that they didn't see it as a big issue because it wasn't an invasion. It was just them moving into an independent separatist region. The media is now covering for the communist Russians in our own mainstream media. You might as well flip over to RT News. And for those that don't know what RT News is, it's an over the air cable channel that's really just Russian propaganda, might as well just flip it over there and just be like, wow, these guys got it going on. They're pretty, Russians are pretty awesome. Our mainstream media has now gone on that side. And now our administration trying to defend these sanctions on not Russia, 
but on the individual separatist regions with uh, Secretary Anthony Blinken. Hey, Blinken. Did you say Abe Lincoln? No, I say Abe Lincoln. I said, hey, Blinken. <laughs> I'm going to play that clip every single time we talk about this guy. U.S. Secretary of State Blinken, according to the Daily Mail, says that they placed the sanctions on those separatist independent regions, quote, to prevent Russia from profiting off of this blatant violation of international law. Russia's move to recognize the independence of so-called republics controlled by its own proxies is a predictable, shameful act. We condemn them in the strongest possible terms and, and hashtag stand with Ukraine, as I told Foreign Minister tonight. That was the quote from Anthony Blinken. Let me get this straight. For something that is a shameful act, and they condemn it in the strongest possible manner, we don't put sanctions on Russia and try to strong on them to say, hey, we're not going to take this crap from you. But instead, we put the sanctions on the places they took over and stop all trading with them, all U.S. investment or trade with the two regions and start a hashtag, hashtag stand with Ukraine. We knew the time would come when the younger generation would take over things. And obviously, it's gotten a little bit sooner than what we had anticipated. And instead of actually acting, we have now started a hashtag on social media and we're punishing the regions that Russia has now taken over. Not Russia itself, but the regions around. We are in a deep load of radio edit word right now. That's a bunch of crap. We're going to start a hashtag. But if we just start a hashtag and everybody says hashtag stand with Ukraine, then apparently it'll go away and Vladimir Putin will back down. That's what our federal government is doing. That's what our secretary of state is doing. That's what our president of the United States is doing right now. Absolutely squat. That does it for us today. Back at it tomorrow. I don't want to leave you on a bad note. There's a lot of good things going on, which we will talk about tomorrow. So hang in there. Hang tight. Keep your head up. It's 222 of 2022. That's a cool day in itself. So stay positive, but by golly, be a little concerned of what's going on over in Eastern Europe. That's it for us today. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch The Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.